0: Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for asking me to be of service here, Kristen. And thanks, Trace, for your service as well. Uh, good morning, everyone that's in the Sunday time zone. And uh, happy Saturday to everyone in the States. Uh, Chris Brown. Excuse me. I, hey, I'm uh, so used to saying it. Uh, that's my name, and I'm a compulsive reader here in LA. Uh, grateful to be here. I just got off of uh, seven, eight hours of full recovery big book here at a workshop face-to-face which is um just a miracle in itself um this thing does work I used to weigh over 430 pounds when I first came in a program in 2011 uh shed about 200 pounds in the first couple years and still I ended up feeling worse than I had ever felt at that higher weight of 430 pounds um I have a couple pictures here to show By all means, this is not a self-help program, and I didn't do this by myself. Um, I took it on as in I needed to do it by myself. Let me put myself on uh, mute here. I actually just taking a away call from New York, but I need to focus and do not disturb myself here. So for one hour, Um, thank you. I wanted to do it myself. I actually fantasized this award ceremony at the end of the road in which I would get an award that said, You lost the weight, you did this all on your own. And that was my obsession. That was the part of my mind is saying I didn't want to ask for help because if I asked for help, my obsession, my illness cannot die. Nothing alive wants to die, let alone my obsession. We hear in the big book, the mental twist, the blank spots. I call it obsession and you may hear me share the word obsession probably a hundred times before the end of my shirt today. But um, It took me about four years to even be open to this idea of my obsession, the way that it works. And it's funny because I had read the doc's opinion was the first thing I read when I came to program. And even further, well, I thought I had this, but that's okay. You can see my desktop that's me on Vegas that's about 2010 October so that's um, still over 410 pounds I was dieting but about three months before I came into program in January of 2011 that's me over 400 pounds in uh, 2009 you know left it's a 6x club shirt that's me I wore a lot of black, let's just be honest. My old closet was black. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a 5X golf shirt, 58-inch waist, 2010. That's before program. And, um, I mean, that, that was only two years in the program. So that was two years in the program, losing 200 pounds, and very much ego guy there. Very much, um, it only worked through about four steps at the time. I mean, that's me. 2008 I mean we're eating as well but um that's me mid midstream as well um on the way down in the story but in OA all the while it took me another two years so to say four years in program to even be open to the doctor's opinion where I knew it's a two-part illness where I was just open I was licked I mean I was so full of fear more fear more um trepidation, more demoralization, more unmanageability from page 52 in the big book. All of that when I was 200 pounds down. So the weight was never my problem. It doesn't matter how many people told me that or how many times I read it, that the weight was a symptom or all of those things. I made losing weight and becoming a skinny man the focus of my life. And I made that at an early age when I was five or six, when I noticed in the eighties, when I grew up, that I was one of maybe two in my whole grade or one of one in my whole class that was obese. Um, I noticed right away at that time, I, I would, would have been the minority, um, in terms of me being overweight or obese. So I didn't understand why I, the weight didn't come off. I just lost the weight diets here and there and yo-yo dieted losing a hundred pounds at a certain point in my teens, uh, gaining it all back. Um, and everything was my willpower was me controlling my food, uh, how much it was in. It was nothing to do with the bed elements and that's okay. Um, I didn't understand that this obsession, my ego, all of that affected every other area of my life. Um, shot like a fabric thread throughout the blanket of my life, basically unable to make a living, unable to be, help helped other people full of self-centered fear. Um, pray to misery and depression, all of that uh, just unmanageable to the next level. And the picture I showed that was midway with the blue shirt on, I was like 230, 30, I was like, Oh, I'm a weight loss expert. That's what I do. And I wanted that knowledge. I wanted that power. I didn't understand that kept my obsession and control. Like as long as I could, eat healthy food and lose weight, um, I'd be okay. And I was able to eat healthy food and lose weight and I only worked up through maybe step four. And yet the obsession returned. I only read the doctor's opinion. I understood. I thought I understood the phenomenon of craving, the physiology that if I have something in my body that I have an allergy, a burst reaction, I react in a different way where I finished the whole thing. So I thought as long as I could take away all the sugar foods, all the alcoholic foods and stay healthy foods, let me get back to the program then. What what gives? What's next? And I wasn't open to the moral psychology, as it mentions in the doctor's opinion, the Western medicine. When replaced, they can't speak about the spiritual experience. They can't speak of the obsession uh, of the mind the way I understand it. They can't speak of a spiritual solution because they're not as doctors qualified. And that's okay. But I had every book in OA, every pamphlet, every little slogan, all of that stuff. And that's good. That's what I had to do that was useful for me along that path. But ultimately, what I needed, what I was looking for in food, what I was looking for in my life, was found in the big book. And that kept things simple. This problem that I've had since I was five, I've sought a solution for. So... 30 years in the making at the time, I'm like surely going to make the solution very hard to understand. Surely I'm going to make a solution to that very elusive. It's got to be written in um, an alien language and all over the walls, not something as simple as I have an obsession in the mind, the unwanted thoughts that tell me to eat more that lie to me and say. I can choose when I eat. I have the power to choose. This big lie, I'll say that one more time, this delusion that I have the power of choice when it comes to food. It's delusion that I'm sane in relationship with food. Like I know what healthy food is. Like those are the things my obsession would tell me that would let me believe I have power choice that would let me believe that I'm not powerless over food. You know, when I first came to the program, everything was left to right, front to back, read I'm on the chapter three, on a step three, let's do this. Let's get on with it. All about knowledge. Not so much action, not so much contemplation, and definitely not being open. That's okay. That's it. Took what it took for me um, to be humbled. is I'm very stubborn. My obsession is not wanting to be found out. It took four years to be found, it took four years of pummeling me and self-will and running my business to the ground, getting back in uh, the food, the and purging when I was at the top of my game. I mean, two years in the program, I had only been through step four. And being honest, I'd never really done step one is I was overeating unhealthy food or saying, like, well, I'm losing weight or I can always lose the weight or whatever it was. All ego, all obsession. Um, I'm very grateful for all of those things. They're very painful. It felt like dying. Like 2014 uh, coming out of that spiral with the sponsor working through the big book, we said this prayer that was like, first time we said it, it was like, Oh, I'm scared. Like just like when I heard the serenity prayer, the first time in a church basement, 24, that could reply to me. Well, the set aside prayer is God, please help me set aside everything I think I know for an open mind, new experience. Please help me see the truth of my situation. And the way we were saying it, like my sponsor and I at the time was "Let me set aside everything I think I know about diets, about recovery, about the way it's supposed to go. Let me set aside everything I think I know. What do you mean? My knowledge, everything that I've used to protect my ego, to protect how I feel, to protect my comfort. Because if I'm wrong, then what? I got to at least be right for some comfort. I got to at least have some knowledge for some comfort. I mean, everything else was trying to basically help me forget how hopeless I was, how spiritually sick I was. I didn't have those words, but I tried to comfort and needed ease and comfort, whether it was from the food or from my defects or from these beliefs that really were very hurtful and painful to own, But beliefs that many addicts share. I, I don't think it's too complicated that. Millions of us are, have this belief, a low opinion of ourselves that, um, no good, I'm unlovable, a bad man, all of those things, same, same belief. It's not, um, it's not a loving belief. It's not a God-centered belief. I needed a spiritual experience and awakening through all 12 steps. And it took what it took for me, those four years to be pummeled, to be open, to even that set aside prayer and even talk about the obsession. It took what it took for me to work through the big book, to get to 90 to 90, to surrender my choices to a food plan, meaning what time I ate, how much I ate, and exactly what. I, my obsession does not want to follow a food plan like that, that takes away my choice well ahead of time. I mean, when I wake up, I've got a cooler, which I brought to this event, and I know at times I'm going to eat. I had my second and third meal here. Um already down like when i wake up it's there it didn't happen overnight it evolved but my obsession last thing it wants to do is die nothing alive wants to die my obsession included so getting on the phone with another compulsive reader and saying hey i'm an obsession getting on the phone and saying let's talk about my obsession it's telling me to eat right now getting on the phone answering someone else my obsession is want to do that why because My obsession is not in control when I'm on the phone with another compulsive reader, when I'm sharing a message of death and weight, when I'm receiving a message of death and weight from a sponsor, grand sponsor, when I'm being honest, when I'm doing these things that are spiritual principles that align with each one of the 12 steps, being of service, all of those, it's killing my obsession and it's wonderful. And it's very scary at first when those things happen. I'll, um, I I want to hide behind a text. Uh, I'm in the food, just reaching out, just checking in. Here's a text. If you all could live with me for a second or kind of fantasize, I should say, not fantasize, but uh, just imagine what my share just now would have been like for you to experience if it was via text. If it was an email. There's no juice. There's no pulse. I need live interaction. If it's not face-to-face. Or on Zoom, like we are now, or if if it's a phone call, when it's, I need to speak with someone, I need to listen, be present with them. A text does not do that. Um, the big book workshop I just participated in, imagine what that would look like and feel like for all parties to be a text. I, I, I could check out, I, I wouldn't have experienced it in the same way. That's my experience in terms of, um, Now, please don't call Trace or Kristen and say, he said no text. (laughs) Not saying that. I'm saying my favorite and my most powerful tool outside of God, before I have God and I'm working step one, if I'm banging my head against the wall in and out of the food, is the phone. And I was on the phone 2015, four or five times a day. Voicemail. Sometimes it took six calls to get someone on the phone, but ultimately it could take six calls to get through to my obsession and that's when we're calling out the obsession when i follow a food plan and do these things that the obsession is going to come up if i'm happy with my food plan and this is for being in step one what i'm sharing um and i'm happy and everything's comfortable easy going, there's probably something i'm not being honest about in my food plan it's really it, it showed me as a compulsive reader what kind of addict i was when i followed a food plan i felt this is four years in a program. I felt scared like never before, like fish out of water, like skinless. Like, how do I even open the mail? I, that's how revealing it was to me when I surrendered my power of choice, all those things. I didn't change the last minute for a healthy food. I didn't change the meal plan based on what I felt like, even if it was uh, salmon or chicken, for example. Like, well, they're both healthy. What's the difference? I needed a sponsor that was recovered that was going to get in the way of my best thinking because my ego and my best thinking will lead me right back into the safe zone, which is leading me right back into the food. I needed someone to say, whoa, whoa, let's look at this. Let's someone that's completely objective. And I gave them full permission, authority to to dive into the pool, which is my mind, my insanity, swim things around, shake it up. Uh, I'm grateful for that. It felt like dying because my obsession was such a big part of my life in 2015 that I felt like dying. I equated that to dying and a spiritual awakening occurred for me because of that. Not alone. I would have ran. I would have went to comfort. There's no way I would have brought myself to a spiritual awakening solo. I can't do it. Um, No way for me to do that outside of meetings, outside of uh, phone calls, outside of coming clean. And when the obsession came up, when I followed a food plan, when the obsession came up, when I was happy, sad, all those things, fearful, upset, stressed out, when the obsession came up, wish it will, I'm on the phone. Like I'm doing something new. I'm making uncommon sense, common sense. That's 15 minutes. Sorry. I've been sending stuff in the chat, but. Oh, okay. Um, I can wrap up in like 20 seconds. If that's okay. I just wanted to say thanks again. Um, I'm thankful for my obsession. I respect it. And I'm thankful for this program because nothing else has ever given me peace of mind over the obsession for the long term and allowed a a weight loss or allowed just ample spiritual growth in all areas of my life. I'm very thankful for that. I pass. Thank you so much, Chris